Good morning, everybody. Can you believe it's already the 14th of October? What a year this has been. I don't know about you, but I feel a little bit like a fizzer that was in the sun way too long and that's being pulled and stretched and that just can snap at any time. We all have been through a lot of pressure and we have all been through a lot of adversity. Um, being at work or home, maybe it was work and home for you. Um, maybe it was in your personal relationships or your health. Now, if there's someone in the Bible that's very familiar with adversity, it is David. His life was in constant danger, not just only from the Philistines, but also from Saul's servants. So let's look at Psalm 56 to see how David did deal with adversity in his life. O oh God, have mercy on me, for people are hounding me. My foes attack me all day long. I'm constantly hounded by those who slander me, and many are boldly attacking me. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? They are always twisting, twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting to harm me. They come together to spy on me, watching my every step, eager to kill me. Don't let them get away with their wickedness. In your anger, O oh God, bring them down. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. God is on my side. I praise God for what he has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. For you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence, O God, in your life-giving light. What is interesting about Psalm 56 is that it was written when David was captured by the Philistines at Gath. And in the first two verses, what we see is that David didn't gradually build up a complaint and then did bring it to God. He immediately cried out to God, to God, knowing that God is the only one that can rescue and help him in this um, situation that he was in. The other thing that we can see in the first two verses is that he appeals to God's mercy, not relying on what he may or may not deserve. And then in verse 5 and 7, we see that he appeals to God's justice, asking God to just bring them down. Now that is what I love about David. He just doesn't beat it around the bush. He just say it as it is and just pour out his heart to God. And... Um, the, but the, the scripture that really did speak to my heart was verse 3 and 4. And especially where David says, but when I am afraid. Now we know that fear is a normal human emotion. And that was designed by God to alert us to dangers so that we would take action. So fear has a purpose. And in a certain sense, we can see it as a gift. Because it's there that we would take precaution and that we would act wisely. But we also know that fear has a dark side. And that is what we want to talk about today. You know, it's that feeling that you get on the pit of your stomach and the pounding of your heart and the thoughts that just rush through your mind. And what we know is that 
fear has a way that it starts building and piling up the one on top of the other until you're in such a high stress state. For me, it was when I heard the words that you are retrenched. Now, the thoughts that rush through your mind is not just only that you are losing your job, but how I'm going to pay my bills. And as those fear pile up on, and, and the thoughts start piling up and taking space in your mind, it ends up with you being homeless out on the street. Now, those are all valid and they are real fears. And David's fears was also valid and real because he was actually captured by the Philistines. But for David, David, what did David do in this situation? For David, the bridge between being afraid and not afraid was trust. David didn't allow fear to take up the entire space of his mind. He knew that he had to choose to give that fear to God and to allow God to deal with the situation. You know, in, in, in fearful situations or when we're in certain situations, we also tend to run away from God and we try and deal with the situation ourselves. But that's not what David did. David based his trust immediately on God's word. His trust wasn't based on a blind hope or a wish cast to the sky. His trust was based on the revealed character and the revealed promises of God. And that's what we see in the scripture as well. Offering our fears to God, that's an act of trust. It is giving up that power to control the situation and um, to try and fix it. But it is also an act of belief that um, God knows what he is doing and that he and that we can be trusted with the outcome. So what do we have to do? We see here that David did choose to trust God. And that is what we have to realize. It is a cognitive choice of our will. In at times of adversity, we have to realize that it is going to be difficult to trust. But we have to trust anyway. So my question to you this morning is, what is it that you have to trust God with? Is it with your finances, your career, your family, your relationships, your health? Well, let's be like David. And in times of adversity, let's trust God. <laughs>